Welcome to KJV Cafe, where we explore great truths from God's holy word in a simple, down-to-earth fashion. Romans 10:17 shows us where faith comes from. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Let's grow our faith together in the cafe today. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. Grab your Bible and a hot cup of coffee or tea and join us now as we explore God's holy word. Amen. Thank you for joining me. Good to be here today. Today we are talking about the light of the world. Amen. The light of the world. What a wonderful God we serve. And he is Savior, Lord. One day he will judge. And yet we see in scriptures, people might read it and look and say, hey, Jesus is not the judge. Hey, Jesus is the judge. God is the judge. And we're going di- to kind of settle that score here today. We're going to look at how God is the light, how Jesus is our example to be obedient and to trust and have faith, and that the world really will be judged uh, by God. Amen. And it is coming. And those that preach a different doctrine than what is taught in our Bible, amen, I believe will be accursed. That's what the Bible says. Those that add to or take away. It's very dangerous to add to God's word. And we see that it's also very dangerous to take away from it. So at this season here, the holidays where everybody wants to talk about Christ, the birth of Christ in a way that makes him universally acceptable or applicable to all because of just who he was and that's that and it's going to be okay and taking sin and kind of saying oh it's it's no problem right it's okay you know what we're sinners and our next generation will sin and we'll just go ahead and make that acceptable it's not acceptable and i'm afraid that some people take verses like this out of context and make it acceptable so that's what we're going to talk about here today John 12:46 through 50 John 12:46 through 50 this is Jesus speaking This is around the time of the final Passover before his passion on the cross when Jesus willingly gave himself to save sinners like you and like me. Uh, What the SAT term or the seminary term would be um, substitutionary death, which some people, again, don't, don't think it was. But this preacher right here knows it was that Jesus Christ said, that man right there is a sinner. And I'm going to go to that cross and I'm going to die for that sinner. And I'm going to give myself willingly. I'm going to be humiliated. I'm going to be spit on. I'm going to have the hairs pulled out of my beard. I'm going to have a crown of thorns. I'm going to be, I'm going to have nail scars in my hands. I'm going to bleed out. I'm going to be covered in blood. I'm going to be stripped naked. I'm going to cast lots from my clothing. I'm going to be mocked and ridiculed and laughed at. And I'm going to have all the power in the universe to stop it, all the power in all of God's creation to stop it, and I won't stop it. I'll willingly give myself to save that sinner. What a God we serve, amen. What a wonderful God we serve that saw our need and said, I'll meet the need. I'll go do it. I'll do it. Knowing that a part of his creation will then take his word and pervert it and say that, ah, no, that, that's not, you know, everybody's get automatic admission. Everyone's into heaven. No big deal. Do whatever you want. <laughs> John 12, 46 through 50. Let's clear it up, guys. I am come a light into the world. This is Jesus speaking. That whosoever believeth on me, 
whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. What's well, darkness? That's sin. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. Jesus speaking in his earthly ministry, that he came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He was there to save the world. Verse 48, he that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him the word that I have spoken. The same shall judge him in the last day. See, Jesus clarifies that those that reject him or receive not his words do have judgment. Verse 49, for I have not spoken of myself, but the father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. Amen. This is so good. So we see here in these few verses that as Christ gets ready for his his passion on the cross, amen, we see that he is explaining that he came to save the world. It's the same way when the disciples wanted to throw fire down on Samaria because they wouldn't let him pass through. And Jesus said, throw fire down, you know, that's of Satan. And we're not here to destroy or condemn. We're here to save. What he was trying to do was show people his humble and meek love. Show people that God has a love for his people, but that that sin nature in his people had held them in bondage and that they had great unbelief and that they had uh, great darkness in them. You know, before Jesus ever came to the earth in his earthly ministry, the Bible says in the very book of John in verse uh, chapter one, verse one, that Jesus, in the beginning, Jesus was with God. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God. You know, so Jesus witnessed everything pre-flood. You know, have you ever thought about that? Jesus witnessed everything pre-flood, all of those things that happened. And if you read in Genesis, it says that there was evil continually and nothing on the mind of the people but darkness. I'm paraphrasing, but there was just sin and darkness. Let me tell you, without Jesus Christ, we are nothing but sinful. And you say, well, I know a person that's lost and they gave money to a charity or they helped somebody. Our righteousness is like filthy rags. When we come to God and say we can do anything without him, that's an affront and an offense. We can't do anything good. A a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. And so we see here that Christ is coming to say, look, I've seen this darkness. I understand what it is. And I came to bring light. Verse 46 is, I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. So he is trying to shed this light that those that were to believe on him and what he was going to do on that cross for us today. But at that time, speaking to the Jews, that was who, who he was witnessing to, right? He was coming to the Jews. Then when he, he was rejected by the Jews, then he is crucified by the Jews and the Romans. And it could have been all of us, amen, because we're all sinners. And then what happens? He's resurrected. And then shortly thereafter, we have uh, the book of Acts. And then we get into the Pauline epistles. And we have uh, Romans, Ephesians, Galatians, Colossians, all of these books that explain to us it's by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone, and that Paul becomes the apostle to the Gentiles, amen? And it becomes no longer about the law because the law was fulfilled or completed on the cross. And so legalistically, we cannot win our faith by being good or by following any kind of rules. 
We are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone. And so we have here an example of this, number one, doing the will of God. We have an obedience here uh, in this passage of scripture um, that he says, look, uh, you know, verse 49, Jesus says, for I have not spoken of myself, but the father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And so we see just complete obedience that Jesus Christ is obedient to God. Jesus Christ knows that his entire earthly ministry was coming up to this point where he was sent into this world to die. He was born to die. And so that uh, we all could be saved. Amen. And yes, he was resurrected. But look, just because you're resurrected does not mean that it's fun to die. It is not. It is awful. It is It is horrible. And you read about the idea that Jesus had to bear the sin of all humanity on his shoulders, on himself, and that God, he cannot bear sin. And that's why God had to turn away from him while he was on the cross. That's why Jesus had said, why hast thou forsaken me? Because it was that one point where God had to be separate from him. And that great love of, of God the Father towards God the Son is unbelievable love. It is spoken of in the Bible, and it is true. And it's excruciating to even imagine. But it had to happen. It had to happen for the greater good of all those that could be saved. If Christ had not done that, we would have not had a way to be saved. So we see obedience and we see trust. Verse 50, and I know that his commandment is life everlasting. That's God's commandment. God the Father's commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. And so Christ is saying whatever he says is what the Father has said to him. He is communicating what the Father has said to him. And by communicating that, he is showing that he trusts the Father. You know, when we preach the scriptures, when we share the scriptures, when we just simply take the time to explain the scriptures, we are trusting God that it is wisdom in fact, that it is true in fact, that it is right in fact. Uh, And there are times that we may not understand all of these things. And yet what we do we share what God says because we know that it is uh, life everlasting. Amen. And I heard a preacher one time say that, you know what? Sometimes it's good to say, I don't know, because we there's not everything uh, in the Bible is understandable. And, you know, I think it's funny years and years of preparing messages and, and studying the scriptures and so forth. Uh, I hope I can say years and years. I, I guess I've been preaching five or six years now. It's called into the ministry a little over 10 years or so. So I guess I could say years and years, but I, I, once I said that, I thought maybe I, I should uh, backpedal. But as long as I've done this, I've read these commentaries and the commentaries are funny in the sense that yes, a lot of them are spot on and very accurate, but then sometimes you could read the commentaries and this would just be what would be in a concordance Bible or would you look up Bible commentaries and, you know, Barnes and, and, and these folks, and I love uh, Barnes and, and all of them, they've been such a help blessing to me, but sometimes you read their commentary, you can tell that they don't quite know and that they can't just say, I don't know. So they kind of come up with their best guess. Amen. At the end of the day, There's some scripture here that we may not be able to discern, but what Jesus is saying is uh, he speaks of the father and what the father gives him. And he knows that the commandment is life everlasting. Therefore, whatever he speaks, it's from the father. He'll say it. And we have to understand that it's everlasting life that we preach and that we share from God's word and that it is good. It is good. So we see obedience in the scripture. We see trust in the scripture and, and we can take that to the bank. We can always trust God. And I can say, as I mentioned that my time in the ministry, I have not, never regretted trusting God. Not once. I, not once that I can think of. I've ever regretted trusting God. All the more I've just 
regretted not trusting him more and, and not just you know walking by faith more. Okay, finally here, judged by the word, judged by the word. I started this message by mentioning that people think that maybe they're getting off the hook, that Jesus didn't come to judge. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, the preachers often will say, judge not lest you be judged. So they'll, they'll do a lot of messages on that and how people don't understand that and so forth and take it out of context. This will kind of dovetail with that idea that Jesus is the judge. You will be judged by the word. John 1, 1 says in the beginning was the word. Who's the word? The word is Jesus. Who we see at the, uh, you know, the Bema seat for those that are saved called the judgment seat, the beam seat, the reward, that'll be Jesus. Who is see at the white throne judgment? That'll be Jesus. He is the word. When he comes back in the book of Revelation and destroys all these evil armies and so forth, who, who, what does he do? Speaks the word, amen. In the beginning, the word was spoken and all was created. He is the word, amen. He is the judge. And so in his earthly ministry, he was here humble, meek, uh, a mild servant, ob- obedient to God the Father, uh, submitting himself. How hard would it be to submit yourself to what he submitted himself to, knowing the evil thoughts of these people, knowing the power that he had, and yet doing what God the Father wanted him to do. But when they see him again as judge, as king, as Lord of Lords, he will be King of kings and Lord of lords, and he will judge righteously according to the word. And yes, it'll be the same as God the Father, but Jesus is the judge. So get right with Jesus today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Tell others to get right with Jesus today. Get in his word. Study to show yourself approved. Do not let false doctrine creep in. Do not get the idea that everyone's going to be okay and that sin is okay. Sin is not okay to a holy God. We must get right with God. We must cleanse our hands and, and be right with him and repent before an almighty God before it's too late. Take this message to heart. God is good. He wants you to know. Repent while you have time before the day of judgment, which is fast approaching. Please do it today. Give it to God. Get right with God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of KJV Cafe. Have a question for Pastor Clark? Email him directly at clark at enduringpromise.org or visit kjvcafe.com and click the envelope button on the homepage. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. We'll close today with Psalm 119 verses 166 through 168. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee.